dose of discipleship for the BFC family. Our reading today comes from Romans 6, verses 1 and 2. The word of the Lord says this, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who have died to sin live any longer in it? This is the word of the Lord. Let's just pray and ask the Lord to help us understand. Lord, grip us today with this wonderful truth that we are raised to a new life in Christ. And we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we've been working our way through these chapters of Romans, these opening chapters. And in these chapters, the Apostle Paul has been taking us through this wonderful truth that all who put their faith in Jesus Christ are saved completely forever, simply by putting faith in him. We are saved by grace, by God's power working in us. And we enter into that not by climbing the highest mountain or doing wonderful acts of courage or by uh, making ourselves feel something on the inside. No, none of those human works are responsible for our salvation. Our salvation is simply a gift that's given to us for no other reason than that we put our faith in Jesus, that we simply believe what God has done for us through Jesus Christ, his son. And Paul's been teaching us that our sins are forgiven. Our sins past, present, and future are all taken care of. And that once we enter into this new condition, we can never lose this. We can't, we won't be put back out. God will never reject us again. Now, when we come to chapter six, Paul imagines an objection. And indeed, people do raise this objection. They say, Paul, you can't be serious about that. If what you're really telling us is that simply putting your faith in Jesus takes care of it, then don't you know that you're going to be encouraging people to live sinful lives? I mean, if Jesus has paid it all and nothing is going to change that, and I'm inevitably going to heaven simply because I put my faith in him, then Paul, don't you know that people are just going to say, well, we should just go out and send it up because grace is so marvelous Grace is so so abundant. Let's just do a lot of sin so that people can see how wonderful grace is. And Paul says here, he says, no, that's not at all what I have in mind. Now, that's a doctrine called antinomianism. Antinomianism is a false teaching. It's a doctrine that says, listen, grace has paid it all, so just sin to the extent that you want to. It doesn't matter anymore. Sin is is now just irrelevant to you, so you might as well just do whatever you want. And what Paul is saying is, if you think that antinomianism is the effect that God's grace is going to produce in people, then you don't understand what conversion is at all. And you certainly don't understand that grace is a power. That grace is a power that's at work within us, changing us and changing the way we live our lives. You see, when God rescues us, he changes us. He gives us a whole new outlook. He gives us a whole new set of desires. We are, in the words of Jesus, born again to a whole new kind of life. If you've been born again, if you've come to know the Lord, you will have experienced this. You will know that the things that you used to be able to do before you were a Christian, 
you can no longer do. Oh, I don't mean that you can't physically do them. You, you can certainly do those, some of those old things that now cause you embarrassment and shame. But you can't tolerate those on the inside anymore. Something goes wrong on the inside of you that leads you to confess those things and to want to get them right with God. Now, why does that happen? It happens because you're a new kind of person. The Bible puts it this way. It says that you've died with Jesus when he died, and you've been raised with Jesus when he was raised. Now, think about Jesus. He died in a body that was very much like ours. We would have recognized him as being, apparently, from the outside at least, looking just like a normal human being. But as we read the story of the resurrection and as we read what Jesus was like after he was raised from the dead, we find that there are significant differences, that he could do some things that he couldn't do. He could Locked doors didn't confine him anymore. Space and time was not a problem for him. He could come and go at will. Jesus was, was different. He was alive as a new kind of humanity. And what the Bible tells us is that when you and I put our faith in him, spiritually we die with him, our old man, our old nature dies with him, and we get a whole new way of being human that comes to us. And that is sealed in us by the Holy Spirit. Now, when we come to chapter 8 of Romans, we're going to find out more about the help we get from the Holy Spirit. But for today, this is what we need to think about. We have been made into a new kind of person, and we have this power within us that will encourage us and, in fact, insist that we live a new kind of life because of that. Our calling is to live out in the body, in our everyday physical life, what God has made us to be now in Christ. And when we really come to faith in Christ, that's what our hearts will want to do, and that's what God's grace and his Holy Spirit will help us to do. So the idea that grace is somehow going to set us free to live some kind of disordered life is simply untenable. It isn't the way things really are. Why? Because we're not the same kind of person we used to be. So here's the thing. If you put your faith in Christ, you've been made into a whole new kind of person. And your calling is to live that out instead of living in that old sinful way. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for making us new in Christ. Thank you for your grace. Help us to take full advantage of this and lean into it considering ourselves to have died with you, Lord Jesus, and been raised into this new kind of life with you. Hear our prayer for Jesus' sake. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Remember, if you put your faith in Christ, you are a whole new kind of person.